0: Hi everybody this is Barbara Graver and today I'd like to talk a little bit about toxic feminism. And the reason I decided to do this, well, two reasons actually. One is because I'm working on my testimony, kind of gotten to a point in the testimony where this is a topic that's becoming quite relevant to me. And the second is because of a book uh, by Carrie Gress. It's called The Anti-Mary Exposed. And the subtitle of that is Rescuing the Culture from Toxic Femininity. And it's a great book and it's uh really given me a lot of food to thought for thought and it's it's coming a good time because of where i am with my testimony and the book talks about a lot of things talks about the the history of feminism which is actually quite dark and the toxic nature of feminism today which I think most of us are aware of even if we don't like to admit it and it also talks about abor- uh, abortion and divorce and of course the Blessed Mother and um, also about uh, about witchcraft and goddess worship so it's really a fantastic book it's, it's just well researched well written and very very compelling and this affected me I think uh, the whole feminist movement. I grew up in the 60s and 70s and I even remembered the song when I was growing up. I think it was, I'm not sure who it was by, but I remember the words and it was something like, I could bring home the bacon and fry it up in a pan and never let you forget you're a man. And I remember hearing that even as like a young teenager and thinking that that sounds terrible. And and it is. I mean, that's the thing. I think Father Ripperger made that point. Uh, When we try to do all this, it's like we're taking both sides of the curse. We're taking Adam's curse to toil, and we're taking our curse, you know, which is is the pains of childbirth. So, I I found that really interesting, you know. I, I like that point. But, I think that one of the reasons this resonated for me is because I was influenced by feminism. I was very much influenced and when I was growing up, um being a wife and a mother was really looked down on. and like all of our mothers did that, but and maybe that was part of the reason, you know, but it was very looked down upon, and everybody was kind of expected. It was sort of expected that you would get a degree and have a career, and so I did that. And and that made it very, very easy for me to, um, you know, to get divorced when my youngest son was two. And, uh, you know, that was, I mean, you know, there's obviously, that's a whole whole thing that I'm not really prepared to get into here. But one of the effects it had was that it made my life very hard. And it made the lives of my children very hard, too. And I worked full-time as a nurse. I had a very stressful job as a supervisor. It was hard. It was difficult. I was not a nice mom a lot of the time because I was was stretched to the breaking point and kind of a perfectionist. And it was tough. And everybody suffered. I mean, that's the point. Everybody suffered. And so some of the points she makes in the book, you know, are about the effect that this has on our culture. Um, and how, how toxic feminism is that we almost have to, uh, we're, we're asked to kind of deny the, deny that there are even any differences between men and women. And it, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. And yet, you know, that sometimes the feminist agenda, you know, it could be so aggressive that people are afraid to even say this. I remember when I found out about Carrie Gress's book, I got the book and I kind of set it aside and, and I just got around to, to really reading it uh, recently. But when I first got it, my, my oldest son has medical problems. And so we were at the ER and I was watching a show on EWTN and Carrie Gress was on it talking about this book. And when he saw the nurse getting ready to come in, um, he said, oh, turn that off, turn that off. Because he's afraid for somebody to actually overhear that content. Not afraid, but you know, nervous that someone would react negatively to it. And we're kind of like that in a society. We're kind of afraid to say anything, and, and that's not right. I mean, I don't think that's right. So, you know, one of the things she talks about are the differences between men and women, that there are differences. And the way, you know, toxic feminism works is it's almost like you have to deny there are differences, or if you admit there are differences, it has to be that the woman is superior, which, you know, is is there's strengths and weaknesses, obviously, to both genders, but they're not. Across the board, the same women are not across the board better than men, and just like men aren't across the board better than women, and sometimes it's just plain apples and oranges. And one of the examples she gave is that how women tend to uh, be restless; they tend to not be easily satisfied. And I thought that's so true, and I think almost anyone who's ever lived with men will will know that's true. I mean, if you've ever pitched moving furniture that doesn't need to be moved or painting a room that doesn't quote need to be painted you know that that men are more kind of contented with the status quo than women are they won't they won't see the need to do that they'll do it but um if you poke them but they don't really see the need they they're more easily satisfied with things than women so i think that's true and i'm not saying it's true of every man and every woman but i think in general It's true and I think there are are many differences between men and women that we have to acknowledge and that we should be celebrating. And one of the things I like that she goes into in the book is she goes into goddess worship and she goes into Wicca. And if is any of you who have followed me for any length of time, no, this was something that was very big for me. I got very, I went from the new age and I took a really deep dive into the occult. I joined a coven. I had my own Wiccan circle. I, I went deep into this and, and it was because of my relationship with the quote goddess and it's interesting as an FYI, and she says this in the book, you know, spiritual beings are not male or female per se. And, or you could say they're all male, but they're not, they're, there's not gender. So, uh, you know, when people talk about the goddess, they're, re- they're really talking about a demon. And, and I found that out the hard way, but it is true. It's, it's demonic. And a lot of this stuff is, uh, is demonic. And I think it's important that people um, at least be open to that, be open to that possibility that there's more to this. And and I think when you look at the movement, the women's movement, and believe me, I, I grew up in this. I mean, I protested dress codes and we had sit-ins and stuff when I was growing up. I grew up in it. And But when you look at it as it is now... And you see, you know, the aggression and the hatred, uh, you've got to wonder, you know, where is all this coming from and how, how could it really be good and what it's doing to families and to lives and to women, not just to their kids, to the women themselves, because we we are the ones who uh, carry the burden of guilt for the things that we have, have not uh, really thought through or that we've been influenced on. And I'm going to talk about this more in my book because... As I read this book and as I think about this, I realize more and more what a big part this has played in my life and what a big part it plays in the life of, of, I'm sure, many other women. And I will be talking about it uh, more. And I'll also be talking about it a little bit in the blog. I did have uh, kind of a little insight. I, as you know, I do meditative prayer every morning. I had a little insight related to this and related to the Blessed Mother. And I am going to definitely, definitely, which is essentially what this book is really about, is it's about the Blessed Mother and um, how she should be our prototype, um, not, not uh, the quote goddess, demon. So anyhow I'm going to be talking about this more and I'll talk a little bit about my insight um in during prayer in the next couple of weeks and um and it it will be in the ebook definitely. So that's it for now. Um, if you're interested in my content please please do consider subscribing to my channel it's a fairly new channel and I am interested in hoping to um, you know build it up and get more subscribers so I really appreciate every single subscriber is very much appreciated and uh, I hope you will um, check back in a couple weeks and I'll have a new video I'm not sure on the topic yet but until then this is Barbara Graver of New Aged Catholic, and may God bless us all.